So, so is it sunny? No, it's a little overcast. It's due to become sunny at around about um, one, one o'clock, two o'clock this afternoon. You saw yesterday's sunset, though. Yeah, w- yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, I don't know how to say this, but it feels like this plan to be outside was just, just a way for you to show off. <laughs> 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 it really wasn't. I was thinking that because this is the first, the first midlifing of the new year with our new titles and everything. Uh, well done, Simon. By the way, they sounded beautiful. I'm sure everybody's enjoyed them. Do you think they've heard them by now? Maybe not. I, um, Maybe we'll drop them now. <laughs> I now now the pressure is for me to actually do them. Yeah. Oh, for sure. This is a podcast in which two friends talk about the pleasures, absurdities, and imperfections of being human. I'm Simon Ellis. And I'm Lee Miller. Welcome to Midlifing. So, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy Happy New Year, Year listeners as well. Happy New Year, ULs and FLs. I'm just walking past Gary Lineker's house. <laughs> now who's showing off? I, we can't, should, um, I can't make any such claims. We could do oh, a quick, oh, I could, two quick Vox I Pops could, with uh, Gary Lineker and say... Well, if I was so. to get... If, if I was just to run down to the local train station, which isn't, it's like about five minutes away, I can jump on a train um, and in about ten minutes I can be on the other side of town and I can stand outside Cristiano Ronaldo's house and see. But I think he lives in Manchester now. You'd be, actually, you'd be, you're more likely to bump into him at work, frankly. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Bummer. Although he might be here for his family. Oh, he yes, might be here, true. you know, doing the whole Boas Festus. Yes. Confamilia. So yes, happy happy New Year. And how how was it all? How was your um, uh, <laughs> how was your New Year's Eve? <laughs> well, did you have, did you have a nice. special well, New Year's Eve cocktail? Yes, absolutely. Uh, it was some smoky. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to have tomorrow night. Stop <laughs> asking me weird questions. It's weird talking so just in about case, the future. Yes, we are talking about the future. We're always talking about the future, of course, but um, yeah. it's just normally it doesn't matter so much. But we are only a day away from the new year. Two, two days. It's true. So, how has your Christmas period been? You know, the oh, whole kind of oh, I see. festive. That's a, that's a nice way of uh, asking the question. It's been okay, you know. Um, we cooked some very nice uh, food, and uh, I did make a panettone, which, which for those of you who don't know, is um, excellent uh, as a uh, as French toast the next day. Oh, of course it can is. Can you imagine? We, well, I can imagine because I made a bolognese. Which is also excellent as French toast is the that, next day. Is that, that is an, I think you've mentioned this. Is that an enriched dough as well, isn't it? Yeah, basically, it's the Portuguese version of a panettone, but it's not as it's, yeah, it's not as light as either a brioche. It's somewhere in between a bread and a cake. Ah, uh, yes, which is panettone is like that as well. It's so it's such a strange mixture of those two things. Yeah, uh, yeah. So is it, this is quite interesting in a way for me. Uh, well, interesting because it feels. I'm because I'm slightly distracted and dis, distracted just from being out outside. Yeah, and so it yeah. means that I feel a little less able to um, come up with really, really, yeah, come up with really, really fascinating things to talk about. 
<laughs> I think at the beginning of the year, I don't think we should be worried too much about really, really fascinating. This is a gentle start to the new year. What we are encouraging our ULs and FLs to do is put on their shoes, get out, start the year as you mean to go on. So tell me, Simon, do you have any resolutions on oh, the horizon? You, can, you just asked me this last time about Christmas. I just don't do them. You don't have traditions. They know that about Christmas. But I didn't know you don't have a notion of, I'm going to try this this year. Or No, no, I don't. I've never. It's partly because I, you know, because of how arbitrary an, an end and a, uh, the end of and the beginning of a year is. It seems like an arbitrary thing to use that as a, uh, a moment to go, I'm going to do this now. Um, uh, and I, I was and, curious how you felt about the beginnings and ends of years if it, well, if it felt like something new or if it just was like well, it's just a day it's also a day in, in, a, in the western calendar like it's a very you know it's, a, it's, it, it's, it, it's just so arbitrary yeah so I don't um, I, I, I've never been able to even as a youngster I kind of I would have thought it was just a slightly odd idea why wouldn't you do that why you, if you want to start that why wouldn't you start that on the 23rd of December for example or, yeah so yeah, a little bit of a Grinch again. No, I don't think it's. I don't think it's Grinchy. I think it points to a really, a really interesting thing that we talk about this idea of New Year, but of course, in the Southern Hemisphere, it's nothing of the sort. It's midway through. If we understand New Year as being the point at which winter starts to end, and we start to get the beginnings of a new cycle. Yes, as the so days, no, as, the, as they call them, the, they call them in Italian, chicken steps. When the the light, when it very starts very slowly the days start to lengthen very slowly at the beginning don't they yeah yeah there's a concept i think it comes from germany of the rough nights rough nights have you heard about this no so this is i think it's pre well, i think i'm pretty sure it's pre 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 christian it's hard to say pre christian with a mouthful of face mask <laughs> yeah i think you're supposed to wear it not eat it yeah, again, if you're walking up a hill and breathing, <laughs> ah, it see. keeps going in. But the Rough Nights, this German tradition, they kick off on the 24th of December. And the purpose is that you're supposed to record your dreams. Write them down because your Just dreams... Just that one night? Sense. That one night? No, no, it's for, I think it's for 12 nights. Yeah. Um, so it sees you from, you know, from your nativity period although it wouldn't have been that when it was in initially invented, into the, the kind of the changing of the lights. Yeah. You know, as things, as you say, the chicken feet start to move forward and you start to <laughs> capture <laughs> capture your dreams to see what it tells you about the year ahead. And have you ever done this? I did it last year. Danny sort of mentioned it and I thought, oh, that sounds fun. And I forgot this year, although I have made a note of my dreams for the last two nights. They're utterly uninstructive, but there you go. <sighs> I, I've never been able to uh, record my dreams. Um, I've just sat on a bench, actually, by the way, and it's, it says on it, chiselled into it, it says, Oliver and his dog, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> I love Thank that. You. Thank you. Um, oh. I've never... I've, has it, I don't even know how to begin this conversation. It's so... Because I find it so... I'm so uninterested in it, but I'm trying to become interested in it in the sense of, has looking at or listening to or writing down your dreams ever been a kind of a curiosity for you? No, I don't think so, except except, um, except in that sense of when somebody offers a task. I quite like, I quite like the idea of being given scores. So for 12 yeah. days or 14 days or whatever, write down your dreams. I think that's interesting, not the dreams themselves. 
or the process of then thinking about what it might mean, because I'm not a Jungian. You're not a Jungian. I'm not. I am, however, walking past. The, uh, it's a part of town where everybody is either doing gardening, house building, or roadworks. I may have made some errors in terms of my audio quality. <laughs> I, um, I think mine's just all going to be wind. It's, it's been... Uh, <laughs> I mean, and I can imagine some um, some faithful listeners will go, <laughs> well, <laughs> what's new? Um, uh, yes, I'm try- all I've been doing is trying to find places where there's uh, where it's sheltered. Yeah. See, I'm fine for shelter, but man alive can I find traffic. And Lisbon's one of those cities that is, well, I guess London's like this, isn't it? Constantly being re- redone. Yeah, yeah, it's sort of, it's almost like it's uh, just, it's sort of building on top of itself all the time, isn't it? Yeah, it's a little I think what's prolonged. different, yeah, what's different about here is that this is probably the first time it's happened. Right. In the sense that it's not things being knocked down and redone and knocked down and redone and knocked down and redone. This is, we're still in the first sort of tranche of um, gentrification. And, and you know, so is, you can, is that money coming into the city? Yeah. And where is yeah. that money so, coming from? Well, from all over the place. Uh, there's a lot of Russian and Chinese investors in big chunks of, uh, big chunks of property. Right. Um, in, from post-2008, so the global economic crash, what Portugal did was it decided to do the opposite of Britain. So instead of moving into austerity, it spent. So it invested in infrastructure... And as it started to do those sorts of things, it became more appealing to um, investors, to tourists. Oh, and tourists. Well, to tourists initially, and then investors followed. You mean it wasn't appealing to tourists before then? No, central um, central Lisbon, fifteen years ago when we first started to come, was pretty um, pretty run down. I'm sitting down now. (laughs) I was. um, I actually did have a question I was going to ask you. Go ahead and ask and then, it. And then I thought, um, I wasn't sure if it was a question I'd have asked you before, though. That's the thing. I couldn't remember. Oh, well. So I'm going to ask, ask it. it. And then um, cool. and then you can say, oh, yeah, you've asked me that before. And then I, then we can just walk in silence. I love that. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so I was just thinking about, um, I was thinking about what is it that you're good at? And I was thinking about it not in terms of, um, you know, like you're good at making bread or you're good at baking or you're good at uh, making up words. Um, <laughs> I was thinking more about uh, um, I don't know how else to say it, but deeper things, things that weren't just, uh, you know, th- things that weren't quite so, uh, I'll say frivolous, but that's not quite right either, but. Yeah, and I was wondering, yeah. what, what, how, what, what does that... Have I asked you that before? You know, I think, I think we might have had a, um, a conversation that is adjacent to this, but I don't know that I ever answered it. <laughs> because I think I probably gave the answer then that I'm going to give now. I've got no idea. Really? Yeah, I don't know what I'm good at. You know, I mean... What about in relation um, to people? I don't know. Like, do you think you're good at... Well, do you think you're good at being with people? Do you think you're good, like, 
What is it about? Like, do you think you're a good teacher? Put it that way. There's one question. Uh, okay. Okay. Um. Yeah, I think I'm a. I'm, I think I'm a good teacher. And what I is it I that am. makes you a good teacher? Um. I think that I. I'm just going past someone in a tent, um, by the way. Oh, is there? Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. That's a shame, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I assume that, that this is somebody who's uh, unhaused. I imagine. In a tent. Yeah. Yeah. So, because you're not supposed to. I, 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 yeah. No, that was that was my question. I wasn't being facetious when I said no, that. No, I, no, I actually no. I don't know the area, and if anybody's doing, is there any campsites no, it's, or anything it's, like that? No, nearby? no, no, no. It's uh, it's basically rough sleeping, but uh, in a tent. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. So what makes um, you what makes you good at teaching? Do you think? You know, yes, I'm a good teacher. What makes you good at it? I think I am quite responsive in a space. I'm quite good at um, negotiating people's confusion. Well, what makes you good at that, though? I think it's mostly that, and this might seem like a really strange thing to say from me, for, especially to our ULs and FLs who might question if this is a true story. I think I'm relatively good at listening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, today would not be an indication of me being good at listening because I've just monologued as I've walked up a hill. I should have been asking you questions and then being quiet so that I wouldn't have been breathing quite so heavily. <laughs> no, I think that... Uh, uh, all of our faithfuls and unfaithfuls would like to hear you uh, he- have some heavy breathing from you. Um, well, they got that. But, uh, okay, so that means that your capacity to respond is based on your capacity to listen. So you, you're, think saying, so, yeah. you're, you're saying you're good at listening. Yeah, I, and, I In think that context in particular good. or just generally? No, in that context in particular, I don't think in general I'm a good listener. I think I, I can sometimes miss things i'm um yeah i'm I'm not uh, yeah no i think oh god i don't this is such a hard question simon what are you good at what are you good at i what am i good at i was uh i slightly prepared because um you son of a well because i thought you would ask me back you know you would return the you would um you would volley the question back to me at some point it's not returning the favor is it because you dropped me in the shit and they went oh here's a prepared answer that's well, going but no, to be but really the thing eloquent is what, I, what i realized was that um i i prepared in in as much as i thought actually i don't know because um i i just all i could all that came to me was i just have a feeling like i just don't have a lot of confidence at the moment and so the the idea that I would somehow be able to go, I think I'm good at this, didn't sit with me at all. Like I just went, oh, I can't, I can't say what that is because I it, it just like going through a period of where my confidence is just really um, feels really uh, is a, a kind of like a little bit fragile, you know, a little bit like it's um, it's lacking, which is getting in the way of. I mean, you might say just thinking something positive about myself. I don't, you know, I don't want to overstate that, but it's a quite a curious thing. So, no, I didn't prepare in the sense that I didn't, uh, I tried to, and then I just ra- rammed into a wall. <laughs> oh, mate. I'm so sorry. I know. I know. It sucks. It totally sucks. You have had a really, really torrid couple of years, though, haven't you? It's been, um, it's, <laughs> it's been tricky. Yep, it's been tricky for sure tricky for sort just dodging two people and their dogs so many dogs yeah and you know and i don't want to overstate this either because it's you know that's the thing about anytime you talk one's talking about oneself it's very hard to know what other people's experiences are like but um Mm. i think also one of the things about covid 
or the, or the pandemic is the you know quite acute decrease in social situations that's there's nothing that's that's a very obvious thing to say but i think it means that the ways in which we regulate or i regulate i'm not sure regulates the right word but am or am in relationship to other people they become really abstract other people become abstract and so i'm not uh, and those kinds of settings become very, very, uh, um, yeah, almost as if they don't really happen anymore. And so it, it's a little bit like the way in which I understand myself in relation to others uh, has has disappeared. And so it, it's like a way of understanding myself. And I don't think we always understand ourselves in relation to others. And I don't mean in a sort of odious way, like just comparing myself to others. I don't mean it like that at all. But yeah, like it's and I and so I don't. Yeah, who am I without without when I'm not with these people? Have people become less real to you? Yeah, I think that's I think that's it. They become they become text messages. Yeah, bubbles on a screen. So there's that sense that while while we've never been. Oh God, I'm just going to sound like such a fucking hoary old cliche now aren't i whilst we've never been more connected we've never been further apart oh sorry i'm going past abba i didn't under i didn't hear that at all that's because i just went past abba and it was playing really really loudly abba abba yeah it wasn't the actual abba i think it's just a radio playing abba (laughs) um (laughs) it'd be great if abba had just rocked up into the uh into the middle of muraria um yeah because we could just turn it over to them (laughs) <laughs> yeah, if you could, Benny, Bjorn, Ag- uh, I forgot the I, names. Um, I've been trying, just trying to, I've always been, since we started, I've been trying one. to get the words Dancing Queen into the title. <laughs> and there we go. <laughs> I just set it up for you. Um, <clears throat> so, what I was saying, which I then went on to say, God, that is such a cliche, was it's, it, it's that thing where we've never been more connected but also potentially never felt further apart because we can just drop into people's lives in a really um, <sighs> abstract way, can't we? Yeah, you don't mean just you and me either. You mean just people no. generally. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't mean you and me at all. I mean people. I do, I do mean people. And but just... also they're kind of, they're sort of, um, they're also, they're also um, like jittery people. I don't mean jittery psychologically. I mean technologically. You know, yeah. uh, in and out of phase, uh, uh, where their lips don't quite ma- match the um, where the, the sound is. You know, they're out of sync, and and so there's something about that which, uh, yeah. And I don't. And so, I mean, I've got sort of slightly off, but yeah. It, it, and I, so I guess then I don't know what it means to be. Oh, what am I getting at here? Except something like well. Who who are we? Who is anyone if you're not in relation to other people? And so there's something about the quality of those relationships or those relations, which is um, which meant when you asked me the question, and when I asked myself the question, you know, the other day, I was thinking, oh God, I don't know. Like nothing came to mind. <laughs> yeah, that's. Um, I hadn't thought about. I hadn't thought about that idea of a sense of self being reflected back from other people and possibly you know you asked me what am I good at and I say I don't know then you say what about teaching so you effectively set me up with something 
and I've been, and I didn't mean that in a negative way. I just meant you, 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 you line me up with something that I can make a response to. Um, and of course, I've been teaching the entire time. Yes, I, I've been, I've been because of the nature of the subject area that I'm in. It's been the first to open and the last to close. So I've been in rooms with people quite a lot. So I think that sense of isolation. And that not being with people, I haven't felt as strongly. I was, I, I think, I think I've been noticing this that I talked to people about them missing their families, and it's like, okay, well, I, I don't think that the rhythm with my family has changed very much because mostly my family is, you know, in another country, and I see them some number of times per year, and it depends upon. My yeah, work, so that my hasn't balance. changed so much. No. That hasn't changed. They don't ever come to the UK anymore. I go yeah. to see them. And if yeah. I can't get away, I can't get away. And that's a, a rhythm that is, you know, that's probably 15 years old now. Yes, so it's, yes. quite, it, it's quite normal. Um, mm. And I don't think I've missed social interaction in the way that many people talk about having missed it. Mostly because I've had it through work, you know, through... So, through um, officially sanctioned means yeah yeah and those those are those are huge things i think but we we we've slid off i'm going to walk away a bit uh, we we've slid off that that thing that you just said about not knowing who you are yeah and, which isn't the same as not knowing what you're good at that feels feels bigger yeah it does it's uh it's um because i guess i was it, it was like a little bit like uh the sort of sense of um uh, how do I say, like the um, the ground being sort of uh, really unstable, and so how is it that how is it that how is it that I could say oh, I'm good at this when when uh, everything's so shaky? If you if you understand what I mean, it's like it's like it's like I imagine that one needs a reasonably stable base in order to go. Okay, I feel like this, or I think I'm like this. Or I'm yeah. good at, and so I guess that's. And so I was sort of, I was extrapolating if that's the right word from. Um, just going back past Gary Lineker's house again. What am I good at? I think you know. If I, I think if I were to, if I were to stretch, I'd say I think I'm good at. Um, I think I'm good at conversation. You know that if I were if I meet people, and I'm in a social setting, I'm. I yeah, I feel like I'm good at conversation. That's what I would say. And are there any moments where that fails you? Oh yeah, for sure. Actually, uh, <laughs> so interesting. So interesting that I would say I'm good at something, and then <laughs> your, your immediate response is to go, "When does that fail you?" <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, because absolutely, of course. Um, uh, when does it fail me? There's a reason I ask about it failing you. It's not just because I'm a dick. Although, of course, I'm that too. I'm getting lots of stares right now. I'm just going to yeah. put my head down and keep walking. Yeah, good on you. Because I'm in a very touristy part of town. Oh, fuck. I've just come out by the side of the castle. Oh, that was a mistake. So many people. Anyway, the reason I was saying it is, when you asked me if I was good at something, I think I was going to say, I'm good at talking to people. I think that was, that was the first thing that I wanted to say. Yes. But then I remembered... All the times that I can't do it. <laughs> Instead so of remembering, like, you know, the, you went to doubt immediately. Yeah. 
I immediately doubted myself. I'm thinking, oh, maybe that's not true. Maybe I'm not good at talking to people because I can list all these times where I'll start a conversation and just like it dries up. I don't know how to engage with people. Yes, because when you when you ask me the question, when you ask me about when does it fail, when does it fail me, or when other, is it was more that I it, what came to mind was yes. In fact, more recently in my life, I reckon when you know just uh, you know especially with uh, when you go into a room with a lot of people you don't know, um, especially work related, I find that very hard. If it's not work related, it's uh, no issue at all. Like I'm pretty comfortable. Um, in dealing with that situation and just, you know, asking people questions, finding out things about what they're, what, what they're, what's been going on and, you know, what, whatever, just simple things. But in a work environment where it feels like it's loaded and there's a sort of, the sort of a part of it which is about, um, <laughs> like, um, that fatal word networking, that in order to get, in order to achieve something in my job, I need to get something out of this meeting with this group of people that there's some kind of unwritten or unspoken rule about that which um leaves me uh kind of desperate we wandered all over the map again a little bit there didn't we to get to get where i'm not sure i don't know i don't know i don't think we need to know the thing i was thinking about um which i think is related was we've joked previously about uh you know wanting to make lawyer money and then during the week, you um, said, uh, "No, that you quite that you quite liked the idea of it." I can't remember the word you used. Was it niche or? Oh, it could have been. That's a word I, can't I remember, like. But I do like the word all niche. That, all the thing I the thing I was just reading last night. Um, I just finished reading a book called, uh, which was suggested me suggested to me by a faithful listener, actually. A ah. book called a book called Four Thousand Weeks, which is on average the number of weeks in a human life. So if you live till you're 76, then you just have 4,000 weeks uh, on planet Earth. Mm-hmm. And um, not many. And um, No, it's really not when you say it like that. No, it's not. It's, um, it's a really good little book. It's kind of like an anti-productivity book um, and builds itself. Ooh, how did such. that sit with you? Oh, don't you dare. And um, it, no, <laughs> I, no, I loved it. I lapped it up. I read it in a day and a half. And... Uh, Yes, it's like an anti-productivity book, and I, but I did take notes. I couldn't stop myself doing that. One of the things it says, just towards the end, it just talks about hobbies. And I, and I, I just love that this is something we do for pleasure and that it brings a certain mm. number of people each week pleasure. And um, I just think I wouldn't want that to change at all. I really wouldn't. I really love that there, there is no other reason to do this. It's not for a particular thing. It's not... It's not an evidence of something. It's not going to contribute to this or make us more connected to these. And I just, um, I think that is that is gold for 2022. If I were to, um, if I were to make a resolution, a New Year's resolution, I would think just long may that continue. That feeling. I don't necessarily mean with this podcast, but just anything that anyone who's pursuing things just for their own thing, for their own sake. Oh. Just a beautiful a jay just flew by. Boy, jays are nasty creatures, and um, I just so I just so love that. I really do. So thanks, Lee, for uh, for um, putting the idea of a news resolution into my mind. Yeah, you know how I um, uh, in the last episode I mentioned the light shining on the house. Yes, yes, you neighbors. did, and I said, I said, club. ninja style, go and sort that 
sort that out? Yes. Yeah, so what I did was I, um, which I, you know already, is I sent a letter. I did send a letter to them, and um, I put it in their post box. Within minutes, well, hours, I got a text message from the people because I left my um, phone number with them, saying, "Oh, uh-huh. we're so sorry. We'll um, uh, we will um, get it fixed. We'll get an electrician to get it fixed in the new year." And um, I was wanting to ask you a question, and I sent a message saying, that's so kind of you, thank you very much. Do you think I should make them a loaf of bread before it's fixed to increase the likelihood they'll get it fixed, or wait until they get it fixed and then reward them? Shall I pay it forward or pay it back? Pay it forward. Really? You know the answer. In advance? Yeah, you know the answer. In advance. Because if you do it the other way around, you will always feel that something transactional happened. Mm. But there's the other, other thing, which is that I'm guilting them into making sure it happens by putting it, giving it to them in advance. You're showing, the, you're showing kindness and you're putting faith in them. <laughs> okay, I'm going to do that. I'll kindness keep, and faith rather than carrot and stick.